Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Bring the word of God alive from our spirits. May we embrace the reality of your word. Let there be a renewal of mind and victory at the end of the day. In the name of Jesus Christ, Spirit of God, take over the service and manifest in your own way, in your own glory, in your own power. Thank you, Jesus, the Son of God. We give you all praise, even in Jesus' name. Amen. I want us to look at a few scriptures. Look at a few scriptures. And the first scripture I want us to look at is Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. Let's see how Jesus addressed Satan in this particular way. It will give us an idea of, you know, how we ought to be vigilant and know how to deal with the devil. Because tonight we will deal with the devil. He has been dealt with. We will just embrace, you know, when I say we are dealing with the devil, you are not coming to do anything but to, to enforce what has been done. Yeah. All right, he said, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, and we will take the words one after the other. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense to me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of man. Maybe we don't understand the English. Yes, let's do, we'll take all the translations. Let's do NLT. I want you to catch something here. Let's see what Jesus is saying. Because when, 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 when Satan spoke through Peter, Jesus was addressing, was addressing um, Satan in this, in this way. So let's, let's study Jesus, how he saw Satan. Okay? Yes, Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get, thee, uh, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Okay, I'm sure by now you have seen something here. Should I read it again? He said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are a dangerous trap to me. Then he said, you are seeing things merely from a human point of view, 
not from God. So remember, Jesus is saying that you are a dangerous trap to me. Okay. Um, any other? AMPC? Okay, TPT. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get out of my way, you Satan. Get out of my way, you Satan. You are a hindrance to me because your thoughts are only filled with man's viewpoint and not with the ways of God. Can you see this? Are you seeing something? Okay. All right. He said, but Jesus turned away from Peter and said to him, get behind me, Satan. You are in my way. Now, all the translations are telling us that Satan was in the way of Christ. Which means Jesus wanted to make progress. He wanted to move, but the devil was in his way. Can we, can we, can we agree on that? You are in my way. An offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. You can see this translation has put all, all the other translations together. And he said, for you are minding what partakes not of the nature and the quality of God, but of man. Of men. Okay. Message or? But Jesus didn't swerve. <laughs> Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. Say that, say that. <laughs> Say it again. Satan, get lost. Yeah. Say, you have no idea how God works. You have no idea how God works. Go on. Oh, he ended the message. Okay. Message is too plain. Go back to 23. Look at the first statement. He said, and Jesus did not what? Swear. Like, wafanche. Like, he didn't, he didn't mean words around it. Like, he, you know. But remember, at that time, he was talking to a man called Peter. Now, what I want you to notice is here is that Jesus showed us one way that even him, if Satan had not gotten out of his way, he would have remained an offense and a trap to him. Are we together? Okay. He said, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. Now, the devil was not literally standing in front of him. Look at it. You have no idea how God works. Satan was not literally standing in front of Jesus, stopping him from going where he was going. Yet Jesus used these words. He said, get thee, get lost. Out of my way. Go to other NLT or TPT. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get out of my way, you Satan. You are a hindrance. What is hindrance? Something that is stopping you from making progress, going ahead. Is that correct? Then he said, because, so he's explaining what the hindrance is. So the hindrance is not the devil standing in front of him. 
He said, your thoughts are only filled with what? Man's viewpoint. Jesus saw the viewpoint of men as dangerous and as a trap to him. When Jesus responds to, why did, why did Jesus say this? Look at 22. I think we all know this story about Peter. 21. Ah, okay. Peter took him aside to correct him privately. He reprimanded Jesus over and over. Saying to him, God forbid, master, spare yourself. You must never let this happen to you. Where is this coming from? 21. From then on, Jesus began to clearly reveal to his disciples that he was destined to go to Jerusalem. Now, notice the word destined. Meanwhile, which means that in the will of God, in the plan of God, God wants Jesus to go to Jerusalem. Okay, we are going to pray, so I want you to understand these things. He said, I must go to, destined to go to Jerusalem and suffer injustice for the elders, leading priests and religious scholars. He also explained that he will be killed and three days later, he will be raised to life again. Now, this is the mind of God. This is the purpose of God. This was the plan of God for Jesus. Now, for Jesus to say this was, was, was means that he was aware of what was going to happen. And he was happy to embark. Just because it is the will of God, the mind of God, he was happy to go through. Now, who is glad to talk about his death? Do you understand? Then in verse 22, the Bible says that Peter, 23, sorry. Now, the Bible says that Jesus turned to Peter. I want you to notice something here. If the Bible says Peter, Jesus turned to Peter, it means at a point in time, Jesus was trying to prevent himself from listening to Peter. Because the previous verse says that Peter reprimanded Jesus over and over. Which means, these words, he said it over and over and over and over to Jesus. So imagine Jesus was face to face with him like this. Then the words were too much. Over and over and over that Jesus didn't want to hear. And so he turned around, away. Just to give an idea that he was not in support of what he was saying. Now, the words did not look so harmful. He said he reprimanded Jesus over and over, saying to him, God forbid, master, spare yourself. Okay? Must you, ne you must never let this happen to you. In other words, Peter said this over and over again. And the Bible described these words said to Jesus as reprimand. You get it? Okay. Then Jesus in verse 23 said, the Bible says he turned to Peter, which means that when Peter was done talking, he now turned to him to address him. This will teach you how you, you need to behave. 
When people are speaking things that are of human viewpoint, you don't need to give them your attention. But if God wills, you would address the matter after. Are you with me? All right. Now, Jesus turned to Peter and said, get out of my way, you Satan. You are a hindrance to me. Because your thoughts, he explained why he's a hindrance. Because the thoughts, the thoughts of the devil, the thoughts of Satan are only few. Now God is showing you, the devil is, is a spirit. But his mindset is not spiritual. Can you see? You are a spirit and your mind is spiritual. You have the mind of Christ. Please note the difference. Am I the one saying it? No. Jesus said, because your thoughts are only. Your thoughts are only filled with what? Man's viewpoint. And not with the ways of God. Which means that when it comes to the ways of God, the devil's mind is not filled with such. That is the reason why it's, you know, when people are casting out devils from people, they begin to talk to them. There's no point. Whatever he's going to say will be from man's point of view. Because the devil does not know the ways of God. I'm telling you. And I've shown you scriptures to show you that. In fact, God used Moses to show Pharaoh that the devil didn't know anything. Let me show you Satan's viewpoint as man, as, as you know, the thoughts of man. When he wanted to find Jesus and kill him as a baby, he did something that was absurd. He went for right people. Some of the Jews. Whom God had prepared to be a blessing to the child. And he went for them and tried to corner them and say, go look for the baby. If you find him, bring him to me. Does it really make sense? Okay, why am I saying does it really make sense? If he was spiritual enough to think, he would have known that God would not let them come through here. He was able to just know up to the point where the wise men will go. But he didn't get the picture where an angel will appear and say, don't go back here again. Do you know what it means? It means that God has put a blockade to, to what the, devils, the devil can know. So we sometimes think the devil knows all things and no. God has limited his knowledge and his ideas and God has opened him up with the thoughts of men. So that's how he behaves. Reason why you shouldn't play in the flesh. He said you are a hindrance to me because, because the reason why you are a hindrance to me the reason why you are a trap to me is because of your thoughts. What thoughts? Is that your thoughts are only filled with what? Man's viewpoint and not with the ways of God. You know, sometimes we want to make so much progress in life. But you see, Satan can use man's viewpoint and these things becomes, you know, 
issues, circumstances, challenges, etc., your response to certain things that are only predominant in the way men think. For example, you are sick of malaria. You are very hot, fever. Now, the viewpoint of God is that once you are conscious of what is inside of you, the healing, and once you mention the name of Jesus, you enforce your healing. In other words, malaria has no power over you. But the human point is that because your temperature is high, because you are shivering, because certain things are happening to you, you don't believe or you still see yourself to be suffering for such sicknesses. Are, are you with me? Because that's how men think. Men do not think that God can heal all kinds of sickness. Men know and think that the doctor is better off than God. Can you see that? Now, if the devil is stopping you or becoming a hindrance to your life, Jesus just showed you why and how. He will not come and stand in front of you literally. The question is, ask yourself, what do you listen to? What do you hear? What are the things you see? I remember some, I don't know. But lately, when you watch TV, all you see and radio, advert, medicine, drugs, medicine, 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 prostate cancer, this cancer, when you are, if you don't take time, you know. Sometimes when you watch over and over, eh? It will enter you. I'm telling you. Of course, we will never say medicine is bad. But what we are trying to say, there are things that are of men's point of view. And there are things that are of God's point of view. Be careful because the devil can use men's point of view to stop you from moving. How do I know that Jesus said that? Get thee out of my way. And all the translations said the same thing. Get thee out of my way. But I'm telling you, the devil was not standing. It was Peter that was standing. But the thought that Satan supplied to Peter. Now, when you go a few verses up there, it was the same Peter that Jesus said that, who do men say that I am? And he said, thou art the Christ. And he said, flesh and blood. This is what Jesus said. Flesh and blood has not revealed to you. He said, but my father. So at one point in time, the mind of Peter was saturated and was energized by God, a spirit being. Satan, a spirit being. But the mind of God is different from the mind of the devil. Do you get it? See, the problem is not a spirit whether it's the spirit or not. The problem is the mindset of the spirit. Now, the Bible has just dealt with the devil for us. He has exposed him that his mind is the mind of man. What, does, what is the mind of man? They, don't, they can't know everything. 
So what, what you think the devil knows about you, he doesn't know. It is God that runs the show. God decides what the devil can know and what he cannot. Do you remember what he said? He said, there's no trouble, problem that come your way that you cannot handle. But he said, but if, if it overcomes you, God says, I will make a way. Why? In the midst of those trials and temptations and those pain, he's looking. And God already has his mind. He knows. See, normally when the devil is dealing with you and you are so much pain and you are suffering, he thinks he has won. That is how limited his mind is. I'm telling you, the guy doesn't know a lot. I lo look at the message. He said, Jesus didn't, did, he didn't swerve. He said, Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. He said, you have no idea how God works. That's another revelation. Jesus is telling us the devil doesn't know how God works. Now, if you now want to listen to the devil, to sh that is why I'm telling you, you cannot be casting out the devil and be asking the devil spiritual things for me to believe that this is right. He does not know how God works. Since when did the devil start speaking the truth? Huh? That is why I'm not in favor of people who say, okay, we belong to an occult group or whatever, but we are changed. And all they keep talking about is when they were there, when they were there. I don't like it. You should be talking about where you have come. Now, for them to spend a lot of time talking about where, where they came from, to tell you that they have no idea where they are. If they know where they are, if they know, they will keep talking about it. You, you have no time to talk about those kind of things. But then people will bring them to... And I'm telling you, these are all agen the agenda of the devil. Do you know why? When somebody, if I'm telling you about the Holy Spirit right now, it might not intrigue you enough. But when somebody begins to tell you that I used to belong to an knockout, I was a witch, and we used to fly at night, and when you are sleeping, we used to do it. You know, these are words that um, that you conform to easily. So you realize that now you are getting interested. You are, you are becoming afraid. Hey, wow. Viewpoint. Viewpoint of man. Why don't people have programs on radio and invite people who have had encounters with the Lord, angelic encounters, heaven encounters, etc., like, like Sidroth. In Ghana here, they will bring people that used to be a wizard or used to be a witch or used to be a this and they will bring you, come and spend one hour. Then people are like, hey, sir, then say, hey, Christopher, be careful. Who should be careful? When they say that, I, I don't understand. Am I being emotional? I don't get it. Who, who should be careful? Who should be careful? We. If the guy had power, God wouldn't have won him over. Oh, you didn't hear that. No, careful of what? The devil that lost his round for God to bring him over. I should be careful of that one. Now, God is showing you why it is so. And why Satan will spread that. And why Satan, I mean, people will not have the idea of saying, look, if you, if you have ever had supernatural encounters with the Lord, 
Listen, even with rapture, with, 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 with dreams and visions of rapture, it's not all that I believe. It's not all. Now, there, there, there's come rapture for denominations. Oh, we don't see things from the viewpoint of man. We know how the mind of God works because we have the mind of God. Somebody shout, I have the mind of God. So now we know how the devil works. He used the viewpoint of men. So sometimes when you are going through a particular, pro, a, a particular problem, please just take your time and decipher. Okay? Find out this thought. Is it scriptural enough? This way, is it scriptural enough? Because the devil will use the viewpoint of men to give you something that looks like an answer. Do you know what he's doing? He's becoming a hindrance. Because when, some, when a person is in trouble, you are looking for a way out, isn't it? But you see, you can be praying, yet it's like you're not moving. <laughs> because prayer does not change the mind. The kind of prayer you pray. But when you pray the word, then there's a change of mind. Alright. I'll not dwell here too much. So now we know we have exposed the devil. We have exposed the devil. Say get lost. Get lost. Say Satan get lost. Satan get lost. Oh, you are afraid of him. Oh. Say Satan get lost. Satan get lost. No, that's what Jesus said. He said Satan get lost. You have no idea how God works. Now, do you remember in the book of Romans chapter 8, the Bible says that to be carnally minded is death. Death is of the nature of, of Satan. And he said, but to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. Hmm. Now, listen. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 4, the Bible says that if anyone is born of God, the Bible says that he has defeated, he has overcome this world. Is that correct? Okay, let's analyze that scripture. He said, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whatsoever, whatsoever. Now, he didn't, here, remember, he did not say whosoever. It means that if this one is born of God, it overcomes. In other words, anything at all, whoever, whatever, that is born of God, that's what overcometh the world. Some translation says that defeats this evil world. And he said, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now you know that our faith is not your faith. You know, our faith here is talking about the faith of Christ that we have. It is not ours. Because remember, Jesus told them, he said that, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Do you remember? Yes. So it was Jesus that said he had overcome the world. So his faith is what he has given you. So the faith you, you have is the faith that has already defeated. Can you see that? And that faith has become our personal property because of the covenant. So now what you have inside of you is victory. Okay? Look at it. He said, for every child of God, for every child of God defeats this evil world. 
And we achieve this victory through our faith. In other words, through the faith of the Son of God. Who has already defeated. Please note that. Not that the, the world has been already defeated by Jesus. And that faith that defeated, or that man, because Jesus, faith is Christ, Christ is faith. Jesus that defeated this world has become one with us. The Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Do you know what one spirit means? It means that when we pour water into water, whatever you see there is one. And you cannot say, so I have become one with Christ. That I'd, Do you understand? So, so you, you are a mixture of your regenerated spirit and, and the spirit of Christ together. So that spirit of Christ is the one that defeated this world. So actually, victory has entered you. So your, your very being is victory. And that can only happen because you were born of God. And that's why he said in Ephesians 4.24, he says that, you know, put on the new man, which is what? After God. Created after God. In righteousness and in holiness. And, and truly, and we, we, we understand that he said we have been created after him. Just like his, that is how we have become. You see? So now, the, the born again is not an ordinary man. If I say an ordinary man, I'm talking about a man whose nature used to be death, death and the nature of the devil. Now, his nature is not of death. His nature is of Christ. Who is Christ? The victor. Who is Christ? The conqueror. Now, I said conqueror because <laughs> Romans chapter 8 told you he didn't say you are a conqueror. Say you are more than. So if there is a level of conquerors, you are above. Because that is where you can only place Christ. Can you see it? If, if these are conquerors, Say you are more than conquerors. You see. Say I am more than a conqueror. I am more than now I am more than a conqueror. Saying it is not just, you know, saying favorable words. It's a reality, because of who I have become. I have become one with Christ, who is above all. Can you see that? I am a victor. And I have overcome the world. Not because I know how to pray. Just because I am born of God. Please have this understanding. It makes prayer easy. And it makes you give command. With a perspective. And with a mindset. I am not asking the devil to live. As though we have a fight or battle. I am telling the devil. Did you see Jesus' statement? Get out of my. You know that's what he said. He said, get out. There is no negotiation. The Bible said, Jesus did not swerve. He said, Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. Charlie, that is how 
Jesus speaks like this. Why won't you speak like that? When I'm casting out devils, that's what that, that's what, get out. Because that's how Jesus talks. Why? I have become one with him in spirit. I speak his language. I get the result Jesus gets. I have a different mindset. In a moment, we are, we are about to pray. I'm going to lead you through some ways. we we'll pray. But you see, prayer is not all about making noise. Prayer has to be strategic. Can you see it? Hmm. Okay. Go back to the first John. He said, he that is born of God defeats this evil world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. Can I see TPT? Oh. You see? <laughs> Say you see. You Tell your neighbor, you see. you see. In other words, you have not seen. See, you see. Child of God, every child of God overcomes the world. See, the day you think that Charlie, the devil is things are hard, the devil is hard. It's, 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 it's like a man that knows this word, yet you've went and you forgot about yourself. See, the fact that things are hard does not mean there is a loss. I don't know if you get it. If you got it. The fact that things are not going well does not mean that there is a loss. Because you see, you overcame the world even when you were doing nothing. You see, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power our faith is the victory. So do you have faith? Yes. That means you have the victorious power. Not because you know how to pray. Don't get me wrong. Prayer is important because we are going to pray. Not because you know how to fast. Not because you can go to the bush. Not because of that. All because I am a child of God. That alone places me Above challenges of this world. Now, if this is true, how do I see it happen? Will it happen? Yes. Has it happened before you were born? Why is it not manifesting? I am not defending it. That is the problem. How do you pray? Now, there are some people that pray as though they are arguing with God. You tell the devil who you are. Maybe he's forgotten. And you remind him. You are one of those who have already overcome the world. Because I have the faith of the Son of God. Therefore, Satan, get out. Are you with me? 
See, things like, or, or blessings like peace. You know what Jesus said about peace? Kara. The Bible says that God is the God of peace. And you were born by him. You were born out of peace. Can you see that? Then, after you were born by peace, or out of peace, or from peace, then he put into your spirit his character of peace. Now, so from the outside and from the inside, what God wants for me is peace. Jesus said, my peace I give you. Not the peace of this world. That means if there is peace, there, I mean, if there is any kind of peace here, the peace that comes from God, the tranquility, the tranquility of the soul is of Christ. Can you see that? Now, when men walk and behave in the ways of the mindset of men, the Holy Spirit just showed me a vision. You know, Jesus in the boat. That's what happened. Between those that think like men and those that think like God. And I'm telling you. Look at it. I keep telling you that Jesus was not a fisherman. Granted that he did some work. All we know is that his father was a contractor. A carpenter. So he did carpentry work. We never saw Jesus doing stuff like on the going on the sea or whatever. When it was time for him to be on the sea, he walked on the thing. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't know how to swim. He will walk. His mindset is, is different. Men swim, he walks. <laughs> now, in the boat, it was obvious. And there's no two ways about it. It was obvious that the storms were raging. The waters were entering into the sea. The waters were entering into the boat. And, but there was a man resting. And the fishermen, you know, Peter was, was, he was way older than Jesus. Which means that he has been fishing all through. But this raging storm, because whether you like it or not, there will be a time in your life where situations will rise bigger than whatever you have seen. But you see, you cannot stop it from happening. The sea and the raging storm couldn't say, I, won't, I will not do my job because Jesus is here. They don't even care. But the point is, your response. Now, the fishermen were there. Jesus was there. But the response was different. The people that were earthly minded or the mindset of men, you saw their responses. Hey, we will die. Oh, Jesus, I do want us to die. Hey, the waters, hey, oh, do it. Hey, we will, hey, hey. That is how men speak. for listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian raymond night at 6 p.m 
Encounter the supernatural in her prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in her Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name, victory.